Welcome to the forecast. To my right, we have AP18 himself. Alex, how you doing? Hello, everybody. And to my left, GW himself, Garrett. How you doing, Garrett? Oh, hello, everybody. <laughs> uh, Garrett is on assignment. He is watching Superman, the anniversary. What is it, 25, 35 years? One of the two. Um, I thought it was 30. 1970-something. So it possibly is 35. Uh, he's watching that in theaters. Uh, as uh, he shows in his clip, probably by himself. All of the theater, all by himself. But that's where he is. <laughs> and me and Alex, you know, the train does not stop just because we got one passenger off the side. Uh, we threw him off. He didn't have a ticket. Here we go. Conductor Marvin and security guard Alex selling you the comics coming out for the week of December 5th, 2018, the first Wednesday in December. We are winding down. Only a few Wednesdays left. Uh, Image Comics. Here we go. First Blackbird, number three. That is Sam Humphreys, Jen Bartell. Nina thought magic was just cool spells and hockey eyes. But magic turned out to be so much more. Don't miss this issue's heartbreaking cliffhanger. Alex, is that a book you uh, have picked up yet, or is that one that you ordered? Uh, I actually have received my issue one, and right. I, it was, it's good. That art is really strong. I'm not sure yet to, what to think of uh, Humphrey's writing, but all you guys ever said was Green Lanterns was amazing, so I'm willing to give this book uh, a longer chance to impress me. Uh, so I haven't received my issue two yet, and issue three will be uh, en route later. But I am excited to keep getting this book. Um, I think a part of me is interested to see if Humphrey is really is a good writer, especially on a book that he wanted to write and something that he cares about. Because um, I think he cared about the Green Lanterns run, and that's what made it so strong. So I'm 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 on this book for the long run, unless Humphreys burns me. <laughs> There you go. Uh, next, Bully Wars number four. This is Scotty Young and Aaron Conley. The war games are in full effect, and it's a bully free-for-all. With Edith and Ernie running the control room, Rufus has an edge, but Hawk and his crew aren't quite dealt with, and Spencer gets caught in the crossfire. Alex, how's uh, Bully Wars going? Unfortunately, I have a feeling we're going to be, this is going to be a long list of books that I'm telling you guys I've read some issues but not caught up on. Uh, I love Bully Wars. This is one of those books that with Scotty Young on the helm, I uh, I can't get enough Scotty, Scotty Young. He's just, I, ever since I Hate Fairyland, he's on Deadpool now. He's doing Bully Wars. There's Middle West, which I haven't read yet. He's just, he's doing a lot of things. He's going to be the next Jeff Lemire for me, right? A lot of things that are all good. And every cover of Bully Wars, I get the variant, which are always spectacular, and they're always the variant by Young. Oof, top-notch. Love this book, and I think Garrett would attest this is a strong, strong book. This is something I actually think, and I realize I say it a lot. Marvin, I think you'd enjoy this book. Bully Wars, all right. Uh, die number one, this is Karen Gillen, Stephanie Hans. Uh, the Wicked and Divine writer Karen Gillen uh, teams up with artist supernova Stephanie Hans. For her first ongoing comic, Die is the Pitch Black Fantasy, where a group of 40-something adults have to deal with the returning unearthly horror they barely survived as teenage role players. And Kiron, if Kiron's in a rush, he describes it as goth Jumanji. That only captures a sliver of what you'll find in this oversized debut issue, where fantasy gets all too real. So there you go. It's a uh, new image number one. There's a lot of them this week, so keep on uh, listening here for freeze number one. That is Dan Wickline, Phil Chevy on the art there. 
The entire human population is frozen by a mysterious global event, all except Ray. And only he has the power to unfreeze them. Now, with the fate of the world in his hands, he must figure out what is going on, how to set it right again, and answer the question, does everyone deserve to be saved? Continuing the streak, Prodigy 1 of 6. This is Mark Miller and Raphael Albuquerque. Uh, Edison Crane, not content with being the world's smartest man and most successful businessman, his brilliant mind needs to be con- con- uh, constantly challenged. He's a Nobel Prize-winning scientist, genius composer, Olympic athlete, an expert in the occult, and now international governments are calling on him to fix the problems they can't handle. That is Prodigy, Mark Miller, and Raphael Albuquerque. Uh, that's something I'm excited for. I didn't even know that was coming out. I I knew it was coming out, but only about two months ago did I know it was coming out. So this is one of those books I'm actually excited to get. Uh, I won't be getting it for a while, but I'm excited to get it. Uh, new another another image number one. Here we go. Continuing the streak. Self made number one. This is Matt Groom and Eduardo Figueroa. Uh, introducing a new creative team. Everyone will be talking about a superstar talent writer and artist when chaos besieged the kingdom of Arcadia. Warrior Amalda Satali sees it as her chance to escape her clearly defined role and to change her destiny. But when she could never have predicted that it would also be her chance to confront her god in this debut editorial role, comics veteran Kyle Higgins gives his intimate world-spanning story of self-discovery. So Kyle Higgins getting into the editing kind of uh, role there. So I'm excited to see uh, what we get from that. Uh, unnatural number five of uh, 12. This is uh, Marco Andolfo on art and writing. Second act of Marco Andolfo's summer sensation begins here. Alex, how's uh, Unnatural going? I unfortunately haven't gotten issue four yet. This is one of those books that I actually really enjoy. Uh, but I'm all about those anthropomorphic animals. Love seeing me animals that can talk. Way to go, you know, it, it's like turtles all the time. Um, but I'm not cut up on this. This is one of those books that all I ever say is good things. I wish I could tell everybody this book is amazing, but I don't know yet. Uh, Alex, there you go, behind on some books here. So we'll see here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save you time on most books. <laughs> <laughs> LaGuardia, number one. This is uh, Nita Okaford and Tana Ford. Set in an, this is also uh, Dark Horse Comics, new number one from uh, Burger Books. Uh, set in an alternate world where aliens have come to Earth and integrated with society, LaGuardia revolves around a pregnant Nigerian-American doctor, future Nafaro uh, Chikabuka, who just returned to New York City under mysterious conditions after smuggling an illegal alien plant named Live Me, Let Me Live through LaGuardia International at Interstellar Airport Customs and Security. She arrives at her grandma's uh, tenement, the New Hope's apartment in South Bronx. There, she and Let Me become part of a growing population of mostly African and shape-shifting elephant, excuse me, alien immigrants battling against interrogation, discrimination, and travel bans as they try to make it in the new land. But as the birth of her child nears, the future begins to change. What dark secret is she hiding? There you go. New Dark Horse number one. Uh, Umbrella Academy, Hotel Oblivion number three. Gerard Way, Nick Falari, uh, Gabriel Ba on the art end cover. Uh, Alex, you cut up with this? Is this something also we're uh, behind on? So, so well, uh, to be fair, I actually did promise everybody that I would get caught up on it, and I am caught up on Volume 2. I actually did read that. Uh, so the first book that we read was obviously for our uh, 
shit, what do you call it? Our book club. And it's spectacular. Uh, volume two was weird as shit. It was, it was great, but it was so weird that even I was a little like, what did I just read? And I think I found that I, it, it Umbrella Academy is a stronger book if you get to read all six issues as one big book. So I think I'm going to wait and actually give the whole rundown of the six-issue run when it's done. All that right. way I can give you a full, in-depth uh, love for it. Well, that sounds good. I think actually I would agree with you reading those back-to-back. I don't know if I would have stayed on reading just one issue. That's something that comes fully formed. You need to read the whole thing. So. Uh, that is Umbrella Academy. Moving on, DC Comics. Here we go. Detective Comics, it's originally known as. Adventures of the Super Sons, number five. This is Peter J. Tomasi, Carlos Bernini, Art Thabert, Dan Mora on the cover. The Super Sons need a break after the space adventures of the past few issues. John and Damien take what they think is a peaceful diversion to what winds up being a miracle machine planet, as tends to happen in D-Space. There, they get a look at the, their potential future selves, including surprising preview of parenthood. Alex, you cut up on this, or is this a uh, Garrett only? This is just a Garrett book. Well, right, that's just a Garrett book. But Batman 60, that's a Marvin and Alex book. So Tom King, Mikhail Hanin, Batman takes on a new partner, and it's the Penguin. After rejecting Bane's crime boss co-op, Copper Pot finds himself in the crosshairs, some very teed-off villains. The feathered feline turns his old foe to snitch on Bane's scheme, but has to prove his intentions to avoid a bat beatdown. Along the way, this Gotham odd couple begins to bond. Could there be a new bird joining the bird, the bat family? Not if Bane has anything to say with it. Did you get a chance to read 59 of that? <coughs> Sorry, hang on. <clears throat> Uh, I'm actually shameful to say no. I I was like, why don't I remember what happened in 59? Uh, I didn't read 59 yet. It's on my stack. I am so uh, I'm I'm so ashamed. I, I think everyone needs to stop listening to me ever talk about books. I believe that I, came I'm out not, the week of Thanksgiving, <laughs> and uh, I actually haven't read it either. I saw it on uh, my list to read, and I was like, oh yeah. Uh, when we were reading books the other night, I was like, oh there it is. Um, I mean, to be fair, it's a Tom King and Hanin issue i'm sure it's, it's gonna cool. look amazing but my only concern with tom king's writing when it's hanin is the repetitive or the weird poems that make me think way more than i should we'll see i have a feeling this will be a good arc but once again we only read one issue of this arc so far and i enjoyed that so we're we were yet uh doomsday clock number eight of twelve this was supposed to come out last week push back to this week jeff johns gary frank the critically commercial hit series by Jeff Johns and Gary Frank continues following the shocking revelations of the last issue as the truth behind Dr. Manhattan's actions against the DC Universe are revealed. Ozymandias turns to the only being who can stop him, Superman. Alex, how's Doomsday Clock doing? It's, it's good. I think, unfortunately, I'm not a Watchmen fan. And I realize you can read this book even if you don't really care about the Watchmen. But I feel if I was a Watchmen fan more like Garrett or even you, Marvin, I think I'd enjoy this book more because all these characters and all these nuances that I've been introduced to long ago would be more exciting for me. Like I don't care for Ozymandias. Uh, the actually two characters I enjoyed the most out of this book are Mime and um, 
Oh crap! What's her name? Marionette. Yes, those are my, uh, those are my favorite characters in the series right now. They're so strong, and they're just scary as crap. Uh, so I, yeah, I actually am really enjoying the series so much so. Well, I read a few back to back. Um, in my transition from physical to digital, I actually am. I can't locate an issue that the last one I got physically, and I have the digital one sitting ready to read, and so uh, it does pain me. I can't find it. Um, I'm thinking I might have to break down and buy another copy digitally so I can f- catch up on this thing. But I, what I've read so far, I find very fantastic and actually am really, really enjoying it. Gary Frank's art does not ha- uh, hurt. Uh, it's great to look at. I like the style. It's realistic, but yet not super static. Um, so it is something that I do see, even though it's touting this big relevations and all this, on a even on a basic scale, I think the story and plot... Uh, is very entertaining, and I do like seeing what is going to happen. That's something like I think for the first time, uh, not the first time, but the first time in a while, a story where anything could happen, and I have no clue what they'll do. Like I have none, not even a theory what's going on. Uh, not not what's going on, but like what will be the outcome of this? Like for me on this one, it's a ride that I'm willing to go through with Jeff Johns, and it's just good to have him back in comics. So. Green Lantern. Well, I think for Go me, ahead. a part of it is, is, sorry, I think a part of it for me, though, is I'm excited to be a collector, or even, if nothing else, not even a collector, but literally reading this comic book as it comes out and being that part of history, because this is literally a uh, continuation or at least a sequel to Watchmen, correct? Yes, technically. Yeah. Other than that, before Watchmen, this is the only thing they've ever been in, so this is pretty exciting as just a comic book fan. Green Lantern number two. This is Grant Morrison, Liam Sharp. Someone is transporting a mystery cargo out of the Great Void and it spells trouble for the universe at large. Hal Jordan interrogates a member of the Spider Guild for answers and uses his femorons as an interrogation tool. But can he extract the info in time? Meanwhile, Volga Roar makes a play for Earth when its Emerald Protector is off-world. Uh, this is a book that I really did enjoy the first issue. And I am really looking forward to the second issue. Alex, what about you? I think you were more lukewarm on this, right? I, I'm i unfortunately not a Morrison fan. Again, like Garrett and Marvin, this is like your cup of tea. Uh, Marvin loves Green Lantern. I am one of those guys that I'm trying – I'm really trying to like some of these books that we're getting, and I'm trying to be on that same wavelength as you guys. Uh, first issue was fine, but it wasn't really something that – at least first issue wise, isn't making me want to stay on, but like just hearing that little bit of what this issue will contain, it makes me interested and it kind of makes me excited to see how Jordan, not necessarily being this unstoppable will, but to actually be a space cop, I find interesting and exciting. So I'm hoping that that's the way we keep going with this book and Liam Sharp. Um, Good artist, and I guess I'll have to see how he does. I'm used to seeing him draw Batman big and buff. I gotta give credit to this man. Knows how to draw lips on a person, though. <laughs> so what part of this interests you? The spider's pheromones? Is that what got you? Of course, that's what got me. I heard spiders run this book, even though I'm afraid of spiders. Uh, Spider people are cool. Uh, Justice League 13, Alex, I believe this is uh, James Tenney the Fourth and Gilliam March. I believe that... Uh, you haven't read the last few issues, but I wanted to ask you a question. Are you going to skip the last few issues just to get this? this is the first one out that's not tied into Drown Earth. 
Uh, I think I'm actually caught up on this one because I think issue 12 is the last one of John oh, okay. Earth. Okay. Um, it wasn't good, but again, if think if you're reading the collected drown, then it's it's worth it. I I want to I want to like JL. It's again a repetitive record right here telling you I want to like these books. And I want to give this book as much chance as I can because it's got all these things I'm interested. In. I love more. I love. I love the Justice League characters that they interest me, and the fact that we're focusing on bad guys, as the title suggests, Legion of Doom. Bad guys are what makes heroes. Other than their moral stance on everything, the bad guy tests them and gives them a reason to show how strong they are. Um, I want this book to be amazing. I'm just waiting to see if I find that one. It all it takes is one issue to impress me. I got to see if I can find it. Uh, Martian Manhunter, number one of 12. This is Steve Orlando and Riley Rosmo. No matter what you know about John John, uh, John John's, you're not prepared for this. The acclaimed team of writers Steve Orlando and artist Riley Rosmo reteam for a reinvention of the Manhunter for Mars in this twisted, unexpected series. Back on Mars, John was as corrupt as a law officer can be, and when a reckoning comes for his entire society, he'll get a second chance he doesn't want or deserve. One shocking murder and an unexpected fragment of the Mars he lost will change his life in the course of Earth forever. Uh, as the quote on the cover from Tom King says, Brilliant, bold, and bloody, Orlando and Rosmo use a thrilling super... Hero Nor to explore identity in alienation in modern America. When's the next one come out already? So there we go. A new number one. Does that interest you at all, Alex? I I think one, Tom King saying something makes me interested. Two, I am all for that Riley Rosmo art that I am ur- I'm I am fighting the urge to pick it up. Uh I th- think I'll check that out. That sounds different yeah. enough and I like Martian Manager to try it at least. I am interested enough in the the team. I'm not a big fan of Orlando, but he has done some good stuff, and I I am all for Riley Rosmo. So I think I too may give this issue a try. Nightwing number fifty four. Do you get Nightwing? Or is that just Garrett? Just Garrett. All right. Well, Scott Liddell, Chris Mooneyham, the repercussions of the cataclysmic events of Batman fifty five continue, as the Scar Dick Grayson has given up his vigilante persona in favor of normal existence. A new job, a new friend, excuse me, new friends, new life, all compromised when a safe house full of old Nightwear gear falls into the wrong hands. Uh, there we go, Nightwing. So who is Nightwing? Lobdell is on it now, so I wonder how it's going. We'll have to ask Garrett next Look time. at that! Look at that sweet B cover. That's awesome. All right. So, That's man. a good cover. Uh, Red Hood Outlaw, number 29, also Scott Lobdell. And Pete Woods, Batwoman, joins the fight. Alex, how's it going? You know, this is good, but I, I think, unfortunately, Jason Todd, for me, is not a strong enough character to be on his own. He's trying to be this punisher. He's trying to get answers. But you know what I really enjoyed? I like Jason on a team. And I know we're working our way back to Artemis and Bizarro, but they've been away for, like, four issues. And this book, to me, is, is for me, personally, struggling. I would enjoy this more watching than be the outlaws again. Not even having to fight crime, but just getting that that friendship and that family esque feel. And I think that's what I want from this book more than the ass kicking. There we go. One more uh, DC book, one that's been in the talks for a while. Shazam number one, Jeff Johnsdale, Eaglesham, 
the superstar team of writer Jeff Johns and artist Dale Eagersham reunite to launch the first all-new Shazam! Monthly title sent to the DC Universe in almost 20 years. What took you guys so long? Teenager-turned-superhero Billy Batson struggles to balance school and super uh, heroics. Guess which one is more fun? And when Shazam unlocks a shocking secret deep within the Rock of Eternity, it challenges everything he knows about the worlds of magic and his family's future as its champions. Also, witness the bizarre team of Dr. Savannah and Mr. Mine as they set off to build society on their own. Don't miss the start of an epic run in the making as Shazam and the Seven Realms begins. Uh, they've been talking about it for that while. New 52, they were saying, hey, Jeff, you're going to do a Shazam series, and it looks like we're probably going to get it. Um, it's a big week, Alex. Is that something that you uh, want to check out, or is that something you can uh, hold off on? I think this is something I have to check out. This is one of those books that, like you said, it's been 20 years since a book has been specifically named Shazam for it to come out. Um, I think if I'm not on this book by the first issue, yeah, I'll maybe drop it after, but I at least want to give this one a try. Uh, I think I'll check it out too. That is a book I've been, I mean, there have been kind of rumors about it for a while, so that is a book that I am interested in. And also, as I mentioned before, on uh, Doomsday Clock, uh, Jeff has came back, and I really enjoy what he's doing, so I'm going to check out and see what he does with a book that should be the opposite of Doomsday Clock, which is just a book that's going to be fun and very light. So... I am very excited to uh, check that out. Uh, Marvel Comics, here we go. Deadpool, number seven, that is that Scotty Young Alex was talking about. Nick Klein, get naughty. Deadpool gets his most difficult mission yet, take out Santa Claus. Alex, what do you think? Deadpool versus Santa Claus. What a dick move to take out Santa Claus. (laughs) I'm sure that Santa didn't bring him some katanas or didn't bring him Desert Eagles, and now he's taking it out personally. And at least that's what we're going to find out. He was hired to kill Santa and to find out it's a personal thing. And I... I think that's one of those things that only Deadpool can do. He can only he can break the laws of any physics, any world he wants, much like he did in Kill Stray, where he's killing Moby Dick and Tom Sawyer and all that jazz. I am excited for this issue, and I think a part of it is that I almost love Christmas-esque books because they're either heartfelt or they're just so stupid that they're good. Uh, especially Scotty Young taking that on. I think uh, it would be interesting to see him uh, with that story. Anybody else, I might think it might devolve into just being stupid, but Scotty, I think, will make it heartfelt yet kind of uh, funny. So, Defenders, here we go. The best defense. Immortal Hulk number one, the best defense starts here. Al Ewing, Simone DeMoy, Ron Garney on the cover. Stephen Strange is dead. A shard skeleton in an abandoned barn on the edge of a deserted town. Bruce Banner. Wants to know why, and he won't stop until he knows the truth, has the truth in his hands, with or without the Immortal Hulk. Also speaking, Defenders number, uh, Namor number one, that is the second part of the story, The Best Defense Part 2, Chip Sadarsky, Carlos Magno, uh, the monarch of the oceans has declared war once more on the surface world in the page of Avengers. And if the war Namor means to win, he is going to need allies to stand beside him. The Submariner's Mariner's quest for the lost tribe of sea dwellers carries him further than he ever thought possible to a reckoning both strange and wonderful. And hey, what's up with that weird apparition in a sheet anyway? So uh, this is the uh, Defenders Mini they were talking about. And uh, it sounds like it's in continuity, uh, but also sounds like it might just be uh, not a story that really is having to do with all Marvel. You just a little section. What do you think about that, Alex? 
I I actually mean I was not interested in this book to begin with, but then again, talking to you about it, and you're going to be getting both these parts. It interests me enough to get the Namor issue, and I figure if I'm going to get Namor, I might as well get everybody else just so I can get that whole little five issue run. Because um, I think Namor is one of those characters I want to like. It's much like Aquaman, where I feel like I'm missing out on something. This character is so important, even though he doesn't usually get his own book. There's so much to him that I actually want to be a part of that world. No, no pun intended on Little Mermaid. <laughs> um, so there's four Defender books, which are individual characters, and then the fifth one, which would bring them all together. So Correct. I am interested. I mean, it's just going to be five-issue mini, so that is something, especially these characters, I do like uh, seeing these guys interact. Like you said, Namor, too. Like he's not a character that when he gets used, he gets used well, and he's a kind of a character that normally can't handle his own book, at least in today's day and age, so it's good to see uh, at least a one-shot by him so we can get a little insight into the name more. Uh, Mortal Hulk, speaking of Hulk, number 10, Al Ewing, Joe Bennett, Alex Ross on the cover, as always. Gamma Flight was too late, Shadow Base is infiltrated, Crusher Creel is damned, and the one below all walks above Earth, upon Earth, excuse me. Now in the place he was born, the Mortal Hulk is the last thing standing between the world of the living in the green door. Um, I know Alex, I think, believe this book uh, we felt kind of dropped recently. Um, I'm hoping we see a return did, to form. Did you did you read issue nine? I think I did. Did we talk about issue nine? Maybe I didn't. No. We talked about issue eight where they're chopping them up. Issue nine has um, absorbing man in it. Okay. I remember that for some reason, but maybe I never finished it or maybe I just don't remember it. What do we, what do you I think? Actually, good? I actually liked issue nine. Nine was... It kind of got back into that horror-esque, because I, I'm going to spoil it for I'm sorry. Um, Absorbing Man was given this, this um, I don't know the right word, like it, this thing that he can absorb and make into his own body absorbs gamma rays, and so he goes to fight Hulk while he absorbs the evil father figure from Hulk, and it splits Absorbing Man in half. Like, it was actually kind of scary that, how the issue ended that I'm actually rather interested to see how it ends. So I might at least give this issue 10 an opportunity to either wrap up a story or keep me intrigued enough or horrify me enough to be like, okay, this is still where it should be. Yeah, I think I'm still on board, even though the last couple issues really haven't done it for me. At the beginning arc was strong enough. I'll stay on for a little bit more. Al Ewing, I like him as a writer, so I'm just, I'll wait and patiently see where he goes with this thing. Cal Kilmonger, number one of five. This is Brian Edward Hill, Juan Ferreira. The brutal tale of a man who will stop at nothing for freedom. One day, Eric Kilmonger will rise up and attempt to steal the throne of Wakanda, the throne he believed he is owed. But long before he was Kilmonger, there was a boy called Najaka, as I say it? Najadaka, I think. A boy he was stolen from. Because I think there's a D-E-K. Daka, yeah. A uh, boy who was stolen from his home and taught only the world's cruelties. A boy who knew that Black Panther only is a fairy tale, a whisper from a stranger. This is the story of a man who dri- who is driven by revenge. This is the legend of Killmonger. You know, Alex, this week is going to kill me, man. Every single one of these books so far, like there's a lot of heavy hitters this week. Brian Hill, which we enjoy. Juan Ferreira, which I enjoyed on Green Arrow. Killmonger, which is a character that I recently... Uh, liked a lot it's just a mini i don't know like man i i want to get it so badly but there's a lot of books coming out this week i i think if i'm going to get killmonger there's something else i can't be getting this week then 
I guess I'll have to see what I have going on. We'll have to reevaluate. Get... <clears throat> you know what they say? If I'm only getting 10 books, then maybe I'll get it. You might have to little roll the dice and see uh, which one you're going to get. Uh, Marvel Knights 20th Anniversary, number three of six. Donnie Cates, Tinny Howard, Jeff Shaw on the cover, Damian uh, Coero on the interior arts. Bruce was happy in his life at peace, but that was before the notes came every night, scrawled in childlike hands, driving him to seek out. By the way, Marvel, this, these aren't bullet points, but here we go. Driving him to seek out others like him, the blind man, the lie officer, the self, excuse me, the self defense instructor. Together, they must probe the very dark parts of the soul on a quest for identity, a mystery that can only be unraveled with a threat. That can only be challenged by knights. Uh, Alex, what do you think? What was the issue two? I didn't. Even, I forgot issue two even came out. I have it. I just haven't read it. Uh, I tell you what, there's way too many books coming out for the first week of December. Like I'm looking. I'm sorry. I I moved farther down the list. There's still like four books left in Marvel. I know. That's what I was thinking <laughs> I was like, too. I was like, shit. I was just thinking. I was like, man, right away in December. I'm guessing that the bottom. Uh, the bottom the late half of december has nothing with the holidays coming up so i think they're front loading this thing i mean yeah i hope i have to look ahead and see but uh here's a little christmas cheer for you merry xmas holiday special uh we have here on the book uh carla carla mind the gods chris sims various uh chris anka mark philia this is 25 holiday tales of merry mutants, one for each day of the December 1st through 25th. What does Magneto do for Hanukkah? What is Rogue and Gambit's first Christmas like? Is Jubilee truly the master of navigating halls through the holiday or excuse me, during the holiday? These questions and more are answered all your favorite X-Men and more creators that can shake a jingle bell at, at come together for a holiday special that lasts all month. So that's actually only five bucks. I'm surprised. 25 stories for five bucks. That is not a bad deal. Also, though, not really interested. But, I mean, if you are into the X-Men and you want a holiday book, a lot of people I know like those specials, go ahead and pick that up. I think, unfortunately, I like the X-Men a lot, but I found that I don't enjoy the X-Men books that are coming out anymore. Well, I mean, like that book there, you would really have to be like, oh, I want to get this. Like, you really have to, I don't know, be invested in those characters at this point in, in the game to be like, I want to get that book because it's the people that I like. Um, sure. We'll see. I don't know. Venom number nine. This is Donny Cates, Ryan Stegman. The smash hit of the summer continues with Venom no more. Enough said. What do you think, Alex? Venom uh, number nine. That cover's awesome. Looks like a Venom dog. wonder if we got a hold of Thory from Thor. Uh, Venom's been really good, and actually I liked issue eight was a strong, strong, strong issue. Um, I'm glad that the last arc, seven and eight, didn't expand longer than two issues. I think that would have been too long and almost deterred me from this book. Uh, I think Donnie Cates knows how to add myth to a legend. And so I th- I'm hoping that on the long run, this is a strong book form. I, I'm, I'm not sure. I like the first arc. I thought those first six issues or seven issues, six issues were great. Seven and eight were kind of slow for me. Um, I mean, eight was good, but seven really kind of put a bad taste in my mouth. I'm hoping nine gets back into the zone. AutoZone. That's right. I took a joke from <laughs> Brian Michael Bendis's uh, infamous Iron Man. <laughs> I'm, I don't know. I'm hopeful for this issue. I think it will be good, but I also don't know what to expect from Donny Cates on this run. 
Uh, West Coast Avengers number five. This is Kelly Thompson, Danielle DeNuccio, uh, Stephen Caselli on the cover. City of Evil Begins. Alex, have you caught up with four? I just realized that uh, four must have came out because I didn't read it. <laughs> I, I think I read three. Is three the one where Kate's strapped to the chair? I believe so. I think so. Okay. Uh, then no, I haven't read four. <laughs> <laughs> Did we like lose There's a month or something like that? I don't know what's happening. Uh, what? I said, did we like lose a month or something? I don't know what happened. All these books I didn't know came out. All of a sudden, now we're an uh, issue ahead. You know, you know what it is. We did lose a month. Yeah, we did. Because November, I think we only got together like two times. So that might be true. Actually, yeah, we had a holiday special in there and uh, or Thanksgiving. So yeah, you might be correct there. Winter Soldier number one. This is Kyle Higgins, Rod Rice, the team from Dead Hand. Uh, Bucky Barnes believes in second chances, having escaped death, the loss of identity, and a life of murder. The man known as Winter Soldier has worked hard to atone for his sins, but now he's going to go one step further. What would you do when you found redemption? You help others do the same. From Kyle Higgins and Rod Rice, uh, both also worked on Cal together. And damnation uh, comes the nope, never mind, just Cal comes the next chapter. In the saga of the Winter Soldier, he's becoming a fixer, working to help others leave behind lives of crime. It's Bucky's way of channeling his own pain in a productive, personal way by helping others find the redemption that he found. However, as Bucky is going to learn, not all paths are the same, and not everyone can be saved. Alex, what do you think? Uh, the team of Cal and Dead Hand going taking on uh, Winter Soldier? Uh, I'm interested, but I'd much rather get Killmonger. Than Winter Soldier. Well, that's your trade up then. Um, Winter Soldier is uh, one of my favorite characters, so I think I might get this instead, and then we'll let each other know how it is. I'll okay. do Killmonger, and you're getting Winter Soldier? Yeah, I Deal. think so. Uh, a lot of books this week, Alex. I mean, normally the three of us struggle over picking up, make sure we don't pick the same pick of the week, but this week there's a lot to choose from, so what are you looking forward to? I, Marvin, I don't even know. There's so many freaking books to pick from. I don't know what I don't even know what the right choice is because actually a lot of them look great. They sound great. I I think I'm actually going to say probably Killmonger number one. I think it's a character that in the last year since Black Panther came out, I was introduced to. I think Michael B. Jordan really made that character somewhat a character I want to con- not connect with. That's a horrible choice, but a character that I I I want to know more about and as you see. Uh, um, in Black Panther now by T.E.C. Coates. It's a strong character. I want to know a little bit more of the past. Uh, I'm going to choose mainly because there's a lot I can pick here. There's a lot I could say and justify, but I am most curious about because I know absolutely nothing about it. Uh, Prodigy number one from Mark Miller and Raviel Afkirky. I'm curious to see what this book is about, how it looks. Obviously, books that cover, I really love that cover. Um, I am really curious about this book because I didn't even know this was coming out. Until I looked at these solicits. So that'll be my pick, I think. Uh, if anything, it's going to surprise me. Either way, either being bad or being good. Who knows? Alex, speaking of not getting together, last week we had a storm. And this week, how do we, how's it looking for us? You know, this week's going to be better. I mean, as you saw today, if you're outside, some flurries, not a lot. No snow was really uh, settling on the ground. There's already some white stuff there, but it was never staying. Ground was warm enough. Uh, we're going to get a little cooler come Thursday, Friday, so you're going to have some time to read those books. The weekend's going to get a little nicer. And, of course, when I say nicer, I mean above 25 degrees. That's top notch right there. That's when you go put that bathing suit back on, 
Go swimming in that uh, frozen lake. <laughs> 28 degrees. That means bathing suit weather. Uh, Garrett's not here, so I will tell you about the streets today. He's normally our road guy. I'm your street guy because I'm uh, more street smart than he is. Uh, out on the streets, the word is that the comics this week will be gone as soon as possible. A lot of good stuff out there. Make sure you get in there as soon as possible and picking up those books. So you got a lot to choose from. New number ones if you're trying to jump into comics or try to get something new. Uh, a lot of stuff that is a number one but still with a returning character. Killmonger, Winter Soldier, Defenders books. You can pick those up too. Or you can continue. You've been reading Doomsday Clock, Immortal Hulk. A lot of choose to choose from this week. A lot of good and a lot of good chances of a lot of great books coming out this week. And we'll tell you more on this week's show. But for right now, my name is Marvin. I'm Alex. I'm Garrett. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, everyone. <laughs> Keep reading those books.